What's up, y'all? Just uh, hanging out in our little incense-filled house. Feeling feel like a little temple. What's up, buddy? Studio, that's what you meant to say. Yep. Indeed. Lots of new articles up on the site that everyone should be reading from our new intern that we keep chained in the basement. Thanks, Ben. Doing a pretty decent job. But today, the intern was very lazy and will be whipped accordingly. But, you know, can't have all good days. I, for one, have been enjoying my winter vacation. Huh. How long you got left? I don't even know when the next... the next. I don't even know what day of the week it is. I just know this Friday because we're recording this podcast. That's <laughs> all I know. If I hadn't mentioned it, would you would you know? I would have, yes. Because I, at about 3 p.m. yesterday, found out that it was Thursday. So I think I would still remember that. But... Until, for for about half the day yesterday, I didn't know what day it was. Speaking of 3 p.m., what do you think of the numbers? What do you think of the, the trends here in Taiwan? Well, that would be speaking of 2 p.m., but... <clears throat> I know. It's okay, I won't hold it against you. 3 p.m. is like... Because he's late for every single press conference. They are late every day. Between like 5 and 15 minutes. Usually around like 3 to 5, though. It's kind of funny. I don't know why they don't just get doing whatever they're doing a little bit earlier gives me anxiety every time um you think it's gonna be like a catastrophe when they're late i mean i should be used to it but i'm always just like, like the oh. country is about to <laughs> shut down it's been a national calamity we have it everywhere now um i'm sad that we have cases again but it's been pretty consistent consistent around about 10 a day so that Gives me some hope that they can get it back under control. It gives me some, considering that they got it under control with like 500 a day. However, the fact that it's kind of like up, down, up, down, up, down, and it's actually trending upwards if you look at the, the trend over time, that's not good. Yeah, like, that's true. It's new highs. I mean, like recent highs recent, at least. Yeah. Every other day, basically, for like a week now. Yeah. I mean. I don't like that. There were like, what, 12 like today? That. And yeah. the day before there was like four. So, I, I don't know. It's, I said there was 14 the day before. Uh, I would have to look. I, I think it was 14 two days ago. Was, again, I, I don't remember. Time is a flat circle, and I report on this like every day, so I always forget like which day was which. So today was 11. Yesterday was 14. The day before that was 4. And then 12 before that, and 6 before that. So it kind of goes up, down, up, and down, 11, up, down, like yeah. day by day by day. And then 2 before that, and then 4 before that, and then 3 before that, and then 1 before that. So, yeah, it's it has been slightly trending up, but it's not like it's growing exponentially. So, I don't know. I'm trying to be hopeful. Um, it seems like they're doing an okay job. And a lot of them, they, everything seems to have... Uh, clear routes of where it is so there's not any like at least not that we know of but it doesn't seem that there are any like cases in the wild which is also good i don't understand how the numbers would be going up if they have like all these people under quarantine and under control then how are these people not already being been tested and well sometimes it takes a day or two for it to show up on the test this has been a week since like these these uh i guess what would you say infection lines clusters since these clusters were first identified, so yeah, I, but, I give I mean, them credit, but be, at the be, same time, I'm wondering, I'm wondering why, like some of them don't show up f for a week. Well, some of them I think was from like travel that the infected people had, and then 
Uh, also, a lot of these like local cases are being now discovered in quarantine. So, I don't know. It seems like sometimes, you know, it just takes a long time to find all the people that were, were in contact and might have gotten sick, but... I don't know. You you had all those people basically traveling, and then when they once they found the case, they have to like go through and get everyone locked down. But well, one of them same. I don't understand. He like got because they were warning us in Gaoshan here that like he went to all these places in Gaoshan. If he was like in one of these quarantine clusters, how in how in the heck was he traveling around the country? I wonder if he traveled beforehand, and they weren't sure exactly when he when he was infectious. Because otherwise, yeah, he would have to quarantine. So, I don't know. This, yeah, it makes... I don't know. I think there's some sketchy stuff going on here. I uh, Maybe. I don't know. I hope they get it under control, but I'm... Have they have they revised those rules about 7 plus 7 now? Meaning, now 7 days quarantine, 7 days at-home quarantine? Good question. I didn't watch the whole press conference today because I was talking with someone from back home. So, but ha- I just ha- looked at the numbers. Have I'm they not- talked about it recently? Uh... I've heard them mentioning it, but I haven't heard anything conclusive yet. But like, I, also, I haven't been following super closely the quarantine stuff here because it gives me anxiety. I just look at it every once in a while. I try to watch every press conference, but... I have so much food stockpiled right now. <laughs> little Ari, my little prepper. I, I just... I mean, watching America and watching like my own, my own sister and the attitude that... Not only Americans, but Taiwanese people are increasingly taken, which is basically like infection is inevitable. Just suck it up and live with it. And I will play for you the free Zakaria. Sac- sacrifice. Basically, yeah, yeah. Just like sacrifice the week. Like it's we can't live like this forever, guys. We can't like sacrifice negative because th- <laughs> because there's yeah. no GDP sacrifice actually coming from quarantining or anything like this. The GDP sacrifice, in fact, comes from the lockdowns that take place when when things completely get out of yeah, control. But anyway, starts to collapse, which is funny because I was having a, a discussion about this the other day and someone was talking about how, uh, you know, all, like you were saying, like these quarantines are really hurting, uh, the economy. And it's funny because Taiwan, uh, while it does, it is like locking down the borders because it hasn't had to quarantine. The economy has actually been growing. Also, I would like to say that the economy doesn't really affect normal people, so it's <laughs> a bullshit metric that, well, that rich people use. Of course, if it like completely collapses, then that's an issue. But for the most part, if it's up or down, like the economy has been doing great in America. What I would and say, average people have been doing worse. What I to- I totally agree with you if you're just referencing GDP numbers. But if you are referencing things like um, cargo traffic, those things, yeah, which is a part of the economy, I would say right. do affect normal people in terms of like spiking prices for certain goods but i would i would agree with your statement overall some of this that's happening with the spike in prices is there's been leaked memos from some of these companies just saying we're just doing arbitrary price hikes because they can get away with it right now. what i don't understand is why consumers wouldn't just switch to an alternative provider i don't know that there always is i don't Um, know that there always is if it's monopolistic then that's a problem but normally if you have if you if you have an open marketplace i mean Let's say whatever, like one smartphone manufacturer just decides to jack up prices. I mean, wouldn't consumers just switch to it? The, the issue is, is that you get 
these like small oligarchies. Well, that, that's that, cartel that, behavior, which yeah. is illegal. Collusion is yeah, but they let it. I mean, they let it happen. I don't. I don't know if I agree with that. Collusion. If collusion is proven, those people go to prison for a long they, time. They don't. Necessarily, the other thing is that it doesn't necessarily have to be out and out collusion. They can just see what their what their competitors are doing and do the same thing. I mean, it doesn't have well, to be like smoke filled background. Yeah, but then you could just have another provider come in and be like, "Well, these people are raising their prices, and I can manufacture the same good for." 50% of the price. Why wouldn't I just steal all of the market share? Yeah, but for a corporation like that to just pop up out of the wild is, is for certain, nonsense. For I mean, cert- yeah, you're right. For certain things. But for for like important consumer goods like food, tissue paper, things like that, you could easily have like a uh, – I mean I shouldn't say easily, but it's a lot simpler than like an airplane manufacturer or true, cell true. phone maker or yeah, something like that. But you look at like – like the, I was looking at some of the stuff with the meat market recently because the meat market, everyone's complaining about how expensive meat Talking is. Talking about grinder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the sausage market. Um, so. It's funny. Basically, it's a funny joke. You're welcome. <laughs> basically, it's it's all like cartels. There's like three or four meat manufacturers in the United States, and they just have been raising their prices, so consumers pay more, and the normal farmers like don't pay. Are, are not getting any of that money are there normal farmers like because i know like jbs and these these large slaughterhouse companies like the amount of animals they have in stock i don't know if there are any small i shouldn't say any but the percentage of the overall market the meat market that comes from small volume agricultural products is like well it's, it's the close way, to zero the way it works is that basically they get they'll take a lot of small farmers under their like under their corporate umbrella and you will sell to them like i used to live next to a chicken farm that sold they like basically were owned by Tar- tyson but it was 20 years ago though right this was no 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 this was 10 maybe 10 years ago they're still in operation still in operation so but they basically only exclusively sell to tyson and so they just raise chickens for them and it, but it's it's not like it's not like they have 12 chickens in a chicken coop like they have a couple hundred birds but like it's not that's it's not very like, small scale it's not like a huge From what i understood the majority are like that ultra might large that scale. might that might be true and but part of that is because <clears throat> they have this cartel like operation where they can basically buy up people that's why you don't see small small scale farms for like um like do your crops, own farming folks like crops uh, people should be starting gardens and i really wish there would be more like an increase in like this these community gardens also yeah. also and the United States government should be subsidizing that and encouraging it, which of course they're not. But anyway, because they get donations from these from things like big big pharma, big farmers. <laughs> but so I mean, obviously they're not going to push that. They don't give a shit. They want us nice and fat and docile. Um, Who's the they in this sentence? The elites, the globalists. <laughs> no, uh, obviously I, I'm kind of joking a little bit, but I I do think that obviously they don't care if we're fat and obese. That means more money for their big, the actual big pharma. <laughs> Before we get too far into digressions, I just wanted to mention two things from last time. One thing I, I, I kind of misspoke. I was saying that there's no evidence that vaccines can uh, reduce the risk of hospitalization. I meant to say, I uh, no, no, I prevent hospitalization. Mm-hmm. I, f- I forget what I said. Anyway, the idea is that there's limited evidence that the vaccines r- regarding Omicron, the vaccines can reduce the risk of ho- hospitalization, even though that evidence is really limited. And I have the study, the UK study, which I want to show you and show you how few people were included in that study. I just I just I was just literally before we got on, I was looking at another study um, 
I think some of it was at the University of Columbia. Mm-hmm. I'm not 100 percent sure, but it also had it had 19 people in in the study. This study the UK has like 12, right? That UK study. No, no, it's had 12 deaths. There were like oh, 60,000 okay. people in the study. But oh. wait, wait a second. Okay. They those 60,000. They just use that as their quote unquote number. That's their n. Guess oh. how many of those people were actually confirmed to have Omicron? Less than 300. Like oh. so, they just they just so it's old data, t- t- like new data tacked onto old data. No, no, no. They just use the number for all the COVID cases in the UK during that period, no. which most of them are like, how twice I like uh rapid like, testing. Yeah, they're like rapid tests at home or like PCR yeah, at the anti- hospital. Antigen test. Yeah, they don't tell you what strain it is, and then they're like, so technically we have sixty thousand <laughs> people in this study, but of course the actual people who are identified to have Omicron is significantly less. The people who are hospitalized is significantly less and the deaths were, I think, yeah, eight people or something like that. And when they're making these calculations about the risk of death with Omicron and with vaccinations, like the number of vaccinated people versus unvaccinated is like two or three people, the difference between these groups. It's like, you you can't make any substantial substantive claims about this. Yeah, it's, there's a lot of, I mean, and it makes sense. It's like, we're in the middle of it. We were talking the other day. We find the numbers. And it's like impossible to actually have like any any peer reviewed data. Well, because this I mean, of course, it's so you cannot have a peer review process in in four weeks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like the average journal takes months. Scientific journal takes months to produce. So for now, a strain, whatever, I think it's basically a separate disease almost at this point. If it's essentially resistant to most vaccines. I saw. I did see data again. It was it was quite small scale, but they were they were saying that uh, it really seems to depend on the like they said the A Z vaccine. This just compared uh, A Z and B and T, and it said that uh, A Z had almost no protective, uh, f- like protective efi- efficiency against it. But, again, I, I but B and T did. But again, I it, highly it super, highly super question small. these because no, these are sure. very short scale. Very limited observational, non-peer-reviewed data to put all of these qualifiers, yeah. and then people are like, "Well, this beautiful new study that yeah. came out." Shut, shut up! It's <laughs> not. It's not beautiful. It's trash. Well, I, I think it's good to do like these sorts of studies or do whatever you can, but we, people need to pretend, need to stop pretending like they're like really pro-science, and then like flail these around in front of people and say see this is like the evidence it's like well no that's a small like snippet of evidence maybe but obviously we need to do much larger scale longer term testing but by the time all these these things start to get peer-reviewed we'll have a new strain so okay so so this data from the uk and they have all of these calculations for like the the estimation of likelihood of being hospitalized and all this stuff mm-hmm. um the total number of people first of all the the total number of people in the study that they claim at the top here is 649,000 people so they pretend like this is a big study right. the number of people confirmed to have omicron in this study that were hospitalized is about i don't want to do the number the, the math right here but it's well under a thousand okay so it's it's a joke okay of this number so you i'll show you the farid thing which mm-hmm. they were recording on this they're talking about the risks here if you actually look at the numbers, the vast majority, more than two-thirds, were double or triple vaccinated, actually. Mm-hmm. I, I was wrong about this. So if you include people who received one dose, it's like 75%. Right. One, two, or three doses. If you have two or three doses, it's still well over 50%. What is the, what is the percentage of people 
vaccinated in the UK. It's like 70 or 80%. It's though, quite right? high. Yeah. That's why you're, I mean, so it's still disproportionate that are getting put in the hospital that are unvaccinated. However, well, well, that you'd have to, first of all, you'd have to correlate that. Second of all, because those numbers, you'd have to properly statistically stratify them. This is just completely observational. This is just like saying mm -hmm. it's, it's just a random assortment. Maybe the people who right. ended up in the hospital who were unvaccinated were unvaccinated because they lived in the deep country or on little islands where they right. couldn't get it. And they had more difficult clusters there. It's impossible to say this with an well, observational study. Yeah. Here's the other thing too, is that we don't know how much these people are masking, et cetera, et cetera, or if they're like quarantined at home. So yeah, I would say it's, it's no pretty, data on this pretty, whatsoever. Pretty they difficult. have <laughs> vaccination status. And by the way, 189 out of, oh, here they have the percentages calculated. 25% of the hospitalized people were triple fucking vaccinated. Yeah. And here are the, the, Pre-calculated numbers, 66%, two-thirds, a full two-thirds were fully vaccinated, two or three doses. So please stop telling me, just everyone, please stop telling me that the majority of the people being hospitalized right now, the people taking up these precious facilities in the hospital are unvaccinated. It's factually untrue. Yeah, It's factually untrue. And if you add in the people who had one dose, set over 70% had at least one dose of vaccine. It's, come on. This is just lies. And by the way, these numbers are a joke to begin with. So like, yeah, I would there's say, no data to support what you're saying. So I would say, yeah, we just need more data. That's why I won't really even, I don't even really like to have debates with people about, about vaccines. I just say, if you think it's good for you, you should get it. I, I, there's no point in having those debates because we simply don't know. What we should do is we should take prophylactic measures to make sure that these strains don't enter the country in the first place and if they do enter stop yes. the spread instead of being like exactly vaccine 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 well i mean like you said so so many weeks ago in one of your articles is basically that the one thing that we know stops the spread of viruses is quarantine and we've known this for for thousands of years basically for yeah. at least a thousand years so i don't know if it's a thousand what i read is like the first mass introduction of this was around the black plague so nearly a thousand. So, yeah, 800 or so. Um, yeah, but anyway, I mean, again, we, we've known for a long time, suffice it to say. So uh, maybe we should just stick stick with what works. And yeah, I think they should be trying to develop vaccines against this stuff. But yeah, <laughs> I just think that it's it's a bit ridiculous uh, to, to keep doing the same thing over and over uh, when we've it's shown it hasn't worked. Uh, the United States is is prime for that like just getting a vaccine and then taking off your mask and going about life like it's normal leads to about eight hundred and forty thousand people dead i would say probably well over a million but yeah so they should i think that the west should collectively stop lecturing china about zero COVID and why it's an epic failure while their countries basically implode to the point where like they cannot even keep essential businesses yeah. open because there are so many people sick right now. And they're like, get they the fuck back to work, everybody. <laughs> they, they, they can barely keep their hospitals open. I mean, in some places, like I was looking at the bed spaces in America and it's not like they're at zero, but they're they're well overstaffed. And this is anecdotal, but like um, I have a few relatives that work as nurses and they've just talked about how it's horrifying. There's just like um, one of my relatives said that Basically, at the end of uh, this person is is an ER nurse, and they said basically like after every shift they're they're a, a like a head nurse like over a team, 
And they said like every at the end of every shift, there's just people coming up to them like crying like I'm gonna fucking quit because this is too like watching this many people just like die in front of you every day is pretty. How many up. deaths were there? Because this one said in the entire UK mm-hmm. during this period there were 57 deaths out of 700 almost 700,000 cases. When I had this discussion was during Delta, so oh. this is it was not like it's not like I had this recently. Okay. But I have heard. Uh, nurses talking about how it's very stressful and there have been quite a few nurses that have retired and I I see the same thing with teachers because I have teachers in my family as well and a a few friends who are teachers and some people are like just at their wits end with how how ridiculous it is I know can't even implement like masking policy my mother who's a professor I know with her university who's like forced them to go back to class and stuff Mm -hmm. I do I think the students are forced to mask but um, I know that she contracted Omicron and they were basically telling her after five days, get back to work. And she's like, the, she called the county uh-huh. and they told her 10 days. And then the HR from her university is like, it's been five days. It's time for you to come back now. And she's like, I don't think so. That's another issue with like the complexity of the federal system in America is that there's, it's not like. I mean, there's even in Taiwan, there's like some leeway between the national government and then like local governments. But it's I mean, Taiwan's also a completely different beast because it's so much smaller. But in the U.S., there's just basically and now that Biden has said it, that state it's states have to handle it. There's no no federal solution that it's kind of just a mess depending on where you go. And you have people like like Abbott and DeSantis who have basically co-signed their elderly and people with. Uh, pre-existing condition and conditions in their states to just die and they don't really give a shit so it's pretty pretty hard to watch it's just why it's it's i think they've just taken this fatalistic approach like we went from the america where we were capable of anything and we could do anything in the world we could we could beat the soviet union we could put a man on the moon to basically like we can't fucking put on masks and get rid of like a disease yeah. because we're just too fucking lazy and obsessed with making as much money as possible. Yeah. And that's basically, this is the definition of like the old definition of decadence, like well, decadence. You think of decadence, like in the modern sense, be, meaning like glittery and shiny. Right. Right. But in the old sense of the word, it, meaning the relation to decay, like that you yeah. have so much excess and you're obsessed with, this accumulation that you actually begin to decay at least for the elites and i think i think overall i I think the opposite for for a lot of working people they've seen their wealth continually decrease and their wages continually decrease over time so i feel like maybe some of them feel comfortable but a lot of them a lot of people i've seen have basically been saying like i don't really have a choice in the matter like i can wear my mask but that's about all i can do i still have to go to work with a bunch of mouth breathers that don't wear their masks and customers that come in and spit in my face when I tell them to put on their mask. So it's like, I agree. But why, I mean, why not, why not write a letter to your governor? Why not go out and vote? Like my sister, this is a perfect, I I don't, well, there's, there hasn't been an election. There is going to be an election soon, but there, I mean, writing a letter to your governor, that's, that's fine. And people should do that. I would strongly encourage them to, but I don't, think that that's going to matter. If you write a letter to DeSantis... So what, just like be angry and do nothing? No, no, no. I'm saying you should do something. But I'm saying <clears throat> in the interim, like, I don't I don't know what else they can do. I, 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 I agree with you. You should, you, should, you should vote. But 
and you should pro- what they should probably do is strike and protest. I think it's attitudinal because I see I see my sister. She's not upset about anything. She's just going about her normal business, going back to being a regular consumerist pig, buying everything she wants, not caring about like the industries who are forcing this on her, not caring about price hike rate uh, price rate hikes, not caring about politics. It's all just like a big game to her. She doesn't care. She feels powerless, and instead of doing something about it, she just joins back in the system. She just throws her hands up. This kind of decadence is just despair. Like I can't do anything, so I might as well just enjoy the ride and fuck everyone else. I and fuck myself. I I mean I agree with that. I agree with you for the most part. But I think I think there's. I don't think it's monolithic is what I'm trying to say. I think there's a lot of people that really just don't know what the fuck they're going to do. I haven't heard any Americans being like, I I haven't heard any outrage whatsoever about the, the, and I'm not online. I have. I I, I would say I've heard a lot. Uh, About the American government's failure to deal with this. I mean, in general. Oh, I I mean, again, I have. um, Like uh, my relatives that are nurses and especially my relatives that are teachers have about the federal government? About federal government and local governments. But yeah, all of it. So Because I, I haven't heard I, of any. I think it depends. Oh, you're also, how many Americans are you talking to on average? Because I'm not talking to that many either. Yeah, it's just anecdotal, I yeah, guess. Yeah. I mean, definitely on on and The media, though. I consume... Oh, all... the media is shit. I mean... I haven't heard anyone. Nobody's they're criticizing. Elite. They're all elites. The funniest yeah, thing is... That's true. I, I, and I, anyone that still watches mainstream media, I would encourage you to, to check this out and then never watch mainstream media again. Look at how many people... On these mainstream media shows, I've seen uh, what's his name Scarborough. Look into that guy, Joe Scarborough. Joe Scarborough. He's still on the news. Oh, he he certainly is, and uh, he might have killed a woman allegedly. <clears throat> um, but he and a bunch of other ones. Anyway, all these people, when they talk about how you should get your ass back to work and how you should uh, just run yourself back into this cog of a machine check how many of them are actually operating in studio with co-hosts none of them fucking none of them they are all using zoom and skype to or or like some uh like van type vehicle to do this while they tell you that you need to go back in person and don't worry about masks just get your third shot of pfizer and then go go get your ass back into work meanwhile those fucking people have not been in there not been in office, not been in studio this whole time. Can you give us some examples? I saw Scarborough. I saw an, another what? MSNBC panel doing it today. What do you mean? In a van? They d- At home? I d- they're, they're clearly not in the same studio. Like these people that used to be like on a panel show or whatever, now they're all in little boxes because they're staying at home. Or they're – like I said, some of – I know um, I was listening to um, – it might have been Nomiki Kant or – I think it was her. She went on – uh, one of these Fox shows and she said they basically like brought a van over to her house or close to where she was and then you do like it's like, the it's, mobile it's like a van van studio it's like the Chinese murder vans that how you get executed in China Whoa. that's those are real I don't believe in that that's true I, I don't like that I don't like that either but that's the those are the facts folks Google it do your own research I will Okay, well, let's let's pause it for a second. Let me show you the Fareed thing, get you even more riled up. Woo! All right, we're back, folks. Oh boy, oh boy! I thought I hated Fareed Zakaria before. <laughs> I wonder how he preps for his show. I wonder if he just goes into like the. He's the, like, who should I plagiarize today? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's definitely part of it. The but economist. He, but he probably has someone that writes this, that writes all this shit for him. He's not doing it himself. But I think he just goes into like his back closet because he's probably not going to studio anymore and just 
gets a big box of his own farts and just smells them. <laughs> oh, I'm Fareed Zakaria. I hate him so much. He's such an elitist. And he, he calls his, what did he call it? The public soapbox or some bullshit? The, the public, public square. square, yeah. Oh, oh, I love my public square. I'm Fareed Zakaria. Now you're just getting racist. <laughs> oh, he's so, okay. Anyway, yeah. Well, I'll I'll put the link in the for the that podcast in the description so anyone can listen to it. We don't want to get sued by CNN, so we didn't. We're not going to put it into the podcast. But any yeah. comments? Any immediate thoughts? Just that this this idea that we're we're through it. How many times have people been saying this? Like that it's over. We're we're post pandemic now. It's it's just the dumbest for two shit. fucking years yeah. since Donald Trump's it, like it'll be over by summer, folks. Just the WHO weeks. says it's not even airborne. <laughs> no, Five no. months later, just drink a little bleach. That's oh. another thing. Like, well, I just want to comment the the so the two studies he referenced were this UK study which we just referenced, which he actually misused and clearly misunderstood right. since he was saying that. The unvaccinated disproportionately burden the medical system, the healthcare system, even though, as I said, over 70% of people who are, were uh, hospitalized in the UK for Omicron were, had at least one vaccine, and 66 had two to three vaccines. Yeah. So actually the majority are vaccinated. So this idea that we just need to get more people vaccinated and buy more Pfizer's Pfizer vaccines, Pfizer antivirals. Yeah. It's a joke. Well, and people aren't going, there's just going to be a certain percentage of people that aren't going to vaccinate. Especially and now that now it's 26%. How many of those do you think have not already contracted it? Exactly. Honestly? Exactly. And yeah, I, I have also grown tired of the Joe Rogan esque talking point of like, Oh, uh, you know, natural immunity is superior to, to vaccination and it's like i don't think the the data is that, there for that either however, however that fucking shitty israel he, study another yeah. observational study exactly it's it's nonsense it's a but, single vaccine in a single country as if that's applicable yeah. to the world yeah exactly <laughs> so but i i do think it's it seems that it probably does offer some some protection but, it offers probably as much as vaccination, which is right, very little. <laughs> right. There's, I mean, there are people that have gotten COVID multiple times, so it's clearly not. It's not going to keep you from from ever getting it again. Um, yeah, it, it's it's just nonsense. And also, there are, and this has been, I mean, said a numerous times. So I'm not saying anything new here, but like, there are people that are skeptical about the healthcare system in the United States and getting a vaccine that's been mandated from on high. Uh, for for reasons that I would say I could understand, uh, especially African uh, black people in the United States, uh, there's a history of basically the the United States federal government performing experimentation experiments on them. So uh, I, I gotta say I can I can understand some someone's apprehension. The other thing is again from the beginning of this, all they ever had to really do is tell people to wear masks. Contact trace and do a two week lockdown. Pay people to stay home for two weeks. This and shit would have been whoa, done. And close, and close the, the borders. borders. Of course. Close the fucking borders. Of course. Yeah. You got. You need to do mandatory enforceable quarantine with yeah. no no way to get around it by paying a fine. Like no, prison no. time for breaking quarantine. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So that. But I think that's that's it. But. It's very easy for these elites to sit up in their ivory towers and tell all the plebeians to get their vaccine. Get more and, fucking Pfizer. Yeah, while I can sit in my, you know, gated compound 
and never let anyone in that I, I don't want. And he's, he admits it that he's using anecdotal data, but that's, that's, yeah, the, well, he starts it off with his little fucking yeah. anecdote and be like, well, it's just not that severe. And yeah. like the New York times and there, I knew, I knew a rich, a rich chef that died from it. It's like, well, guess what? There's still around a thousand Americans dying every day. Right now, still? From the last time I checked the data, which was like maybe a week ago. I don't know. I can now. I, it's majority Omicron, so yeah. Oh, then. it's. I would. I would assume, and this would be an assumption that it's almost entirely Omicron. I think it's dangerous when they make these statements that COVID is over, and that's why. Because I listened to. The, it's not a podcast. It's a TV show, but I listened to it as a podcast. Anyway, I listened to the next section where basically the scientist is like, "No, it's not over, and please be careful." Like, yeah. any time, basically, especially for these elite New Yorkers. He said, basically, anytime you step in a room, you're guaranteed to encounter somebody with COVID right now because the infectiousness is so high right now. And not only that, but vaccines do not fully protect you and you can still die of it. So he basically rebutted every single thing that Fareed Zakaria said there. Hey, Fareed, you're an idiot. He, he's like, oh, I really liked your column, but I just disagree with every single point in there. Because that's, I mean... There's a lot of quack doctors out there, and I think especially ones that go on the news because they've been saying these the same lies. I, I hear every every week like some new thing like, oh, the doctors are now saying that the, the strains from now are going to be less dangerous Would you based well, on my guesses. Yeah, based on a guess. Like there's nothing – well, it's like there, a 50-50 guess. So well, <laughs> there, is, there is some evidence, um, I mean, at least speaking to like a evolutionary biology – uh, idea that yeah if the virus wants to stay around it will be have milder symptoms and and cause less death because it wants to keep its host alive that's technically but, true but delta already disproved that so shut the fuck up no that, but that's what i'm saying say that. it's it's also it's also that's brett weinstein a, yeah <laughs> that's a fine thing to say but obviously obviously it can it could just as easily turn into like a game of pandemic and it just fl flips on the the like uh, shutdown of your of your uh, like cell reproduction or something. Honestly, we don't I would really say know. That this this virus this does not follow that basic premise because that premise is based off the idea that if if the hosts die too quickly or are too seriously infected, they won't spread it to other people in the early stages when they're most infectious. Which is exactly what happened with SARS. Which is why SARS like. The, the, the scale of magnitude of SARS was astronomically lower because it was so much more serious. However, they also locked shit down because oh, it, it was in basically Hong Kong, China, and Taiwan, and they actually yeah. give a shit about their populations. Well, Hong Kong doesn't anymore, but hey. <laughs> the difference here is with COVID, a lot of people who die actually die of vascular issues, which tend to take longer to set in or long-term like pneumonia-like symptoms. Well, another thing that I would like to say is that we still have – very little idea, especially with Omicron, but even with the original alpha variant uh, or the alpha strain, whatever, the wild COVID or whatever it's called, we don't know what the long-term effects of that are. Yeah. Like, we don't know if maybe it caught, like, 10, down, 10 years down the road, it, like, vastly increases your chance for dementia or something, you know, yeah. something wild like that. Possible. So the, there's already a, th a thing coming out, which he didn't mention. I don't know how long ago he... he uh, said this, but there's data, and this is preliminary data, so it, it should be taken with a grain of salt. That it for in children, it greatly inc increases their likelihood of them getting diabetes. Again, I I haven't gone through the data with a fine tooth comb, but 
I would be very skeptical because I would say that's all actually that's also observational data, and it's probably maybe I don't I don't know associational like, based on large groups of people, and that just may be saying that people who got infected with it are are in a specific group, whatever. Maybe they're lower socioeconomic. That is a loud boat. <laughs> that is a loud boat. It's probably a big boat. Well, uh, it's. It's, it's very hard to make those claims. Yeah, yeah to totally. So I, all I'm, I'm skeptical. I'm not I'm saying it's out of the realm of possibility, but I would say that it's a little bit overwrought. Right, which is why I said take it with a grain of salt. But that's also why I, I think that uh, we should probably not be so flippant about people just getting COVID. Because we, like I said, totally we, agree. we don't know what will happen in the future. That that lack of certainty is something that Americans, at least the, like the mainstream media, don't seem to get. They're just like... Everything for them. They just hear like a, a one-line headline. Oh, by the way, and, and the other study that Fareed quoted was that you, uh, the South African study was 12 people. So between the two studies that he quoted, there were like less than, well, in the, in the overall people who were infected with Omicron overall and who were actually included in the study, mm -hmm. like actually had their data uh, analyzed, it was like less than 1,000 people between those two studies. One of them had 12 and the other one had... Around five, six hundred, something yeah. like that. I, I just looked up the the death data, by the way, just so to update everyone. How many deaths do you think there were on January thirteenth? I would say because the cases have gone up, probably like two, three k. Nineteen sixty nine. So yeah, yeah, two k. Yeah, pretty good guess. So, so it's it and it's been. I don't see any days since Omicron came out where it's. And I'm scrolling through a chart, so it's hard to tell, but um, or through a graph. But it doesn't. I see one day. Oh no, this is an. Well, if you read the YouTube comments, they say, "Oh, if you got COVID and then you got hit by a bus a month later, <laughs> they'll still count it as a COVID death." Still counts as a COVID death. That's what they're. That's what he kind of started to uh, talk about. But now Fareed Zakaria is a fucking conspiracy theorist. Well, he's yeah, he's a he's a Roganite. Well, no, not not specifically that, but I've seen people like Rogan and Fareed kind of ran up against this too. Is that now in hospital the the argument thing is that oh you know people are. Get, that are going to the hospital with a broken leg, they're they're being testing positive for COVID and they're reporting it like they went to the hospital for COVID. It's just, uh... I I don't know about the details for that. I don't think it fucking matters. It doesn't and matter. I think, that's the point. Just be as cautious as possible. That's what governments and that's what people should do. And instead, they're doing literally the opposite. They're just like, I heard a tiny bit of possibly good news, so I'm just gonna ignore everything that goes against my my pre-existing notion of how this situation is going and do whatever the fuck I want. I, so I please stop trying to be authoritative when you spread those lies. Totally. I yeah. I, I love the do your own research crowd. It's it's very You're talking about me, bud. Well, <laughs> I love the people that shout that the too. loudest and then actually don't like. In encourage people to do their own research also, i love doing the research i was having i read both of those studies full text <laughs> i was having an argument let's not say argument i was having a, a debate with someone about mass the other day and they sent me like literally a bunk like totally debunk i literally googled i read through the study myself which it was an actual study it was a collection of other studies it was a meta study or it was, was it like a like a real published meta study no 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 it wasn't um and but basically, the the author had just linked a bunch of other studies oh, and made okay. a bunch of claims about them, which when I went into those studies, the his claims were totally wrong. He had claimed like, oh, this study debunks math and, or masks. Debunks and math. It debunks math. <laughs> math is dead, folks. Quick maths. Uh, just kidding. Math is very much alive. I, 
wish that wasn't the case. Just kidding. Math How is, math dare is, you? Math is great. I just personally am not a huge fan. Um, but yeah, I like looked into the studies, and the best that you could say is like one or two of them said that it was inconclusive about. They, I think they were talking about the common cold in these ones. So they were like, it was inconclusive about whether it stopped the spread. And some of the numbers were a little bit low. But it's like, that's that kind of stuff. When it's like, do your own research, and then you don't even know how to correctly read a study. Well, the do your own research means, for most people, it means look at alternative analysis of this, of the research. Which well, means that they're right. also not doing it. They're just trusting an alternative source just to reading look at the article. data for them. Yeah, they're reading an article yeah. about it. Or not some... an article, a blog post yeah. or whatever. A <laughs> Facebook post. Yeah. I I also seen uh, a lot of people I'm say, a board certified doctor. Now watch my YouTube video. Like I all, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> watch me the blow vape. vape smoke. I, I also the vaping doctor. Any doctor who vapes, you know, should lose their license. Come you, on, you know that they're they're the peak of health. Yeah, you know they're not a real doctor anymore, right? <laughs> you know that medical license is like printed on your Epson. I also like uh, watch me do this sick vape trick, bud. <laughs> I can blow smoke rings through my through my cloth mask. <laughs> That's how you know that COVID can get through there too. <laughs> I, it's also funny when people say, "Ask your doctor." That dude should. Fair enough. I think that again. I think uh, it is funny to see people say also like, "Ask your doctor" in the United States, as if anyone has a doc, like a regular doctor. Or if they anyone go to has and, seen a doctor, as if doctors if still anyone, work. If anyone could go, well, yeah. First of all, if anyone can like go in and see anyone besides like an RN, but. If the doctors don't all live in Monaco now, <laughs> even if you they're COVID hotels, even if theoretically doctors actually ever did any work, even if doctors existed, if doctors doctors like birds, folks, they don't exist. Okay, but even if even if you could theoretically see one, people in America can't afford to see one. We don't have fucking health insurance, man. It costs even if you do, it costs like fifty dollar copay, which. People don't fucking have that kind of extra money $50 anymore. $50 copay, Jordan. How long has it been since you were in America? This was... It's been a long time since I've been in America. And it's been I a, haven't even paid a $50 copay since I was a child. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking of, is when I used to go to the doctor as a child. The which, last time which I, I did like doctor, three times. It's usually between $200 and $300 a visit. It's like a, basically a week's pay. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah, folks, if you're not... If you're in America and you're not livid about the healthcare system, you're you're either rich well, or Well, that's you're... not seeing a real doctor, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because they really the same. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, he saw the doctor yeah. via tele teleprompter from the, Monaco. The doctor was technically in. The doctor signed the paper last month. <laughs> he pre-signed it. He, he mailed it from Monaco. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. The doctor was actually in Milan at Fashion Week <laughs> with Fareed Zakaria. <laughs> He's in Davos right now. <laughs> All right, we should stop ranting about COVID. By yeah, the way. we should. I hate I hate talking about COVID, but at least we kept it light Not for forty five minutes. <laughs> I really don't like talking about COVID. One other thing, I, I'll tell you this, Joe. Okay, this was one thing that you didn't get last time. I re-listened to our pod because it's so so exciting. Uh -huh. So you were saying we were talking about teachers and nurses. You're saying, oh, like the idea is like if you pay you pay their salary, that you have the right to tell them what to to do. And I said. You have the right to shoot them. And you said, you took it that employers have the right to shoot their workers. But what I was saying is that police, because they're also, it was a police joke. Because oh, police okay. are also public employees. 
we pay their bills and we give them the right to shoot us. That's <laughs> okay, what the okay. joke. It was supposed I, to be a joke. I gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. Okay. Only a week late. Yeah. Well, better late than never. But never late is better, as I like to say. I'll just skip on to the Kazakh thing. Really oh fast. yeah. We. I mean, nobody knows. There was an internet blackout after the Russian Tiesto troops went in and, yeah. and killed all the peaceful protesters. Who knows what was going on there? I don't know how many were peaceful. All I know is that. It's very interesting that they blame it all on foreign terrorists, and then they have their former colonizer <laughs> send their army in to basically defend their dictator. Well, and they're cool. like, we got rid of all the foreign terrorists. Outside agitators. Well, that's literally always, like, from, you know, fascists, that's always the line, is that it's outside agitators causing problems, just like China always says— like Republicans in the United States often say, it's you know it's not not people from my state that are protesting. It's these outside agitators. They used to say the same shit about the Freedom Rides back in the 1960s. Or all these very not just the Freedom Rides, but all these various protests. Oh, it's just these these uppity upper class people coming in here and and causing problems. It's you know no one in my state, no one in my country would do that. I shouldn't just use I shouldn't just use a Southern accent it's all too the time. Late you did. I should use a Boston accent because there's there's a lot of that that happened in, in the North as freedom well. Freedom riding? Not freedom rides, but there were uh, – I remember famously there's a big thing about busing. And you see all these like – I remember when Mark Zuckerberg in a racist – not Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. That fucking sorry. racist robot. I'm not slandering robot here. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg. Oh, yeah, actor. beat beat a, a man almost to death. Yeah, beat that Vietnamese man because because of his race. And then they're like, <laughs> you know what? After he got out of prison, you know what? You deserve to be a Hollywood star. You should be you should be famous. Yeah, yeah, that's. I actually saw something come up about that recently. There was a, I want to say, a Cantonese actor. Well, I think he's an American. Um, of but his parents maybe i don't know i don't know the whole story because i don't follow hollywood at all because i think it's gross but well you're missing out (laughs) they he had like said it it was about that uh new marvel movie which again i also don't follow i just read the comic books folks oh january 6th hell yeah i can't wait till they make a movie about that like a dramatized reenactment of just like with mark Wahlberg. yeah mark Wahlberg, (laughs) just like he's like the sympathetic villain. Oh, Doug! I just tased myself in my fucking balls. <laughs> and then he has a heart attack. Yeah, they'll get all the good, the best actors for that one. I'm sure. It'd be but, the shit of a Vietnamese police. Well, officer. this guy had like said like, oh, like fuck Mark Wahlberg. Like he like, do you guys remember when he like beat this Vietnamese? Now he's like do, acting on a show with him and like pretending like they're good buds. So it's, who was it? Who? It's the guy from. I think it's. I forget the name Seth of the Rogen. It's a new Marvel movie and like everyone was like super amped because Chris it, Pratt. it was Yeah, yeah, Chris Pratt famously Asian. Oh, it was the Asian guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like I said, I think I think Steven Yeun. His parents are from Hong Kong. The literally the only Hong Kong actors that I know are Bruce Lee and uh Jackie Do- Chan. Donnie Yen. Oh yeah, Jackie Chan too, that fucking bootlegging piece of shit. Fuck Jackie Chan, by the way. Don't watch his movies. Boycott him. It's called Sang Chi. In Mandarin, but I don't know what it's called in English. I think it's also called Song Chi. No, no, it's an American movie. About Hong Kong? No, it's about a Marvel. It's a Marvel movie. It's like about a superhero. Oh, gross. Yep, buddy. So, anyway, 
He his name is Simu Leo, Leo Simu. But this is I'm looking at his the the romanization of his name, so I'm not exactly sure. Simu Leo. Anyway, um, oh, he's actually not from Hong Kong. I was wrong. I th- he was born in China. He's a Canadian citizen. Okay. Okay. But anyway, he he had made some comments. People, I just saw this shared b- briefly, so I don't know the whole backstory. But he had like tweeted about like Wahlberg being like a racist piece of shit for almost killing a Vietnamese man and for that, being Vietnamese for being Vietnamese, which is the racist part of it. And then, <laughs> and then, uh, like now he's working on some show or movie with him, and they were like taking pictures. Together. He's reformed, okay. He's 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 so much better now. Yeah, and he's just like yelling racial slurs in the trailer. Just kidding. I don't know. Oh, we digress from the original thing about Kazakhstan. Any, any other comments about Kazakhstan? No, just that it's it's really f- fucked up. I mean, I, I, it's it's frustrating, like I said, to watch these screams of foreign intervention and then to see people like the Gray Zone and like all these like tanky media. No more color revolutions with yeah. their American <laughs> interference, yeah. sending in their undercover agents, and meanwhile they send uniform Russian yeah, they troops literally in. Send Russians in. Yeah. It's it's hard to watch to kill civilians. Yeah, literally to kill civilians. Like it's not it's not even it's not apologetic. It's not a cover up. They literally went in to kill civilians, and they're like, well, they called them hooligans and terrorists. Yeah, right. but I mean, they're not militants. They're civilians. I saw. I I also saw no evidence of them like using, like the civilians doing anything. Even not even as as. I'm sure there was some violence. There's uh, at protests, especially against like government, especially when like you know brown shirt fucking thug government police show up with like riot shields and baseball bats. There's gonna be some fucking violence. Well, what I did see is, and I don't know who's responsible for this, but I didn't I, see my, my. Sorry to finish my point. I didn't see like any real <laughs> violence. <laughs> I well, I did see. There was a lot of property destruction. I saw there was a lot of looting taking place. But I, I don't know if that's before or after, like, the government fell, basically. Where the fuck was Kyle Rittenhouse when this shit was going down? <laughs> exactly. That's the question I was asking. I, I, it's They're going to burn down the goddamn Piggly Wiggly. Like, I don't know. It's impossible to know what the truth of this matter is in terms of, like, who that was. That could have been the uniformed Russian troops just taking off their uniforms and then burning down a shopping mall and stealing all the, the expensive things and being like, see, it was looters yeah. and terrorists. Case in point, there, there's there been numerous incidents that were shown to be either off-duty police officers or, like, right-wing extremists at some of these BLM movements, uh, in especially, like, in 2019, that were shown to to have, yeah, like, basically infiltrated and, like, set things on fire or or broken shit. So I think, I think like, these claims of outside interference or, like, black, fl- uh, what do you call it, black flag? Black flag? False flag. False flag operations is irrelevant. The point is that Kazakhstan still has a dictator and is now being hmm. propped up by the Russian dictatorship as well. So yeah. stop changing the fucking subject. Yeah, exactly. But what about what about the one man that stepped on the police officer's shoes, Ari? That was very rude, and he deserved to be gunned down the streets for that. The government themselves said, I think, I think it was in the hundreds who died here, and... There hasn't been any information. They shut down the internet. I mean, yeah, I, I wouldn't even believe those numbers. I bet they're probably much higher, but I don't know. It's it's hard to know. What's interesting is that they're also the Russians are also claiming there was a coup attempt, which which tends to 
mean to me that because Kazakhstan has been a unabashed dictatorship for the past 30 years, that there are some issues in the upper elites there and that basically Putin was picking winners, oh. which is basically just trying to keep Nursultan Nazarbayev's successor in power. Have you seen him? He looks like a freaky fucking dog. They do have nice hats in Kazakhstan, though. The this man, hats. Nazarbayev, like, looked like a Central Asian dictator. This guy looks like a semi librarian. Look at a picture of him. You can bleep that out if you want. I'm going to. <laughs> Just... I believe you, though. I mean, it, uh, it's it... like giant, really high prescription glasses, his stupid turtle face, his like 1976 haircut. What I do think is interesting. Oh, you don't think this man is very handsome, Ari? What's his name again? President of Kazakhstan. I'll look it up. Nurulstan. Nurulstan is the old one. You must be looking at old data. This I just googled. Kasam Jomart. Is that it? Tokayev. Tokayev. Yeah. Kasam Jomart Tokayev. Look at this. Handsome man. Beautiful. He, what a beautiful man. I'm gonna say it again. He looks like a semi. He looks like a librarian more than a dictator. <laughs> he does. He does look like my. Look at this picture. <laughs> Yeah, he looks he looks like that picture looks like he's about to shush a bunch of rowdy fifth graders. If he wasn't wearing a suit, he looks almost like he could pass for a Taiwanese woman. Yeah, that's true. The one of, actually if you just cover the top here one, and like one of the two women I used to work for looks strikingly similar to him because she she also has a short haircut. But I think she's very beautiful. He on the other hand Maybe not so much, but maybe that's my bias speaking. Another thing that I do think is... is this is the old... This is Nazarbayev. He looks like a classic Central Asian dictator. Yeah, he does. He's got those... I don't want to say, but he's got beady eyes. He's got beady dictator eyes. He's he's also got that that nice, like, receding hairline, but he's still trying to grow his hair out real long and do the comb over. Classic sign of a dictator. Um, not a librarian. Not a librarian at all. For, for Certainly not. Uh, maybe a bastard son of Kim it's, Jong-il. But. It's no wonder there's a coup attempt. If, you're, if your president looks like this, why <laughs> wouldn't you stage a coup? I certainly would. Um, it's all about personal appearance, folks. That's why Donald Trump didn't get reelected. He was getting fat. <laughs> now he's obese. Now he's thin, dude. He lost a bunch of weight. Yeah. Did it's, he have a stroke or something? Probably. He's, he's getting ready for his second run of I things. I take my food through a pump now. <laughs> I can no longer swallow whole food. That's not a joke. I have a family member who had a stroke. And he, yeah, that's fucked up. Keep yourselves healthy, folks. Yes. Also, it, I do think it is funny that everyone was really talking about how Russia was going to invade Ukraine, and instead they invaded Kazakhstan. He looks like a deflated balloon right now. <laughs> Stop looking at pictures of him. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, this is a picture at his max weight. This is two hundred and forty-three pound Trump. Oh hell yeah, like a li- like a linebacker. Straight out of central casting. Like a very fat fast food addict who never fucking leaves his house. I like my steak with a little ketchup on it. Oh man. I think I think this uh his new like found I I think Trump's gonna be re- rehabilitated because he's going so hard on the vaccines. I do. I think I guarantee you mainstream media is gonna try to whoever runs next, if it's someone who's more like vicious like, than why him, not Donald Free Zakaria is gonna be like why not Donald Trump? He's better than Bernie would have been. I do prefer him to 
People like Bernie. I think I got I got to figure out how to like copy Fareed's speaking better. No, he's too difficult. He speaks like in a very like spaced out like almost staccato way that's like really weird. Anyway, fuck Fareed Zakaria. Um, <clears throat> but I th- I think just never bought his books. Just like they <laughs> just like they did with George W. But you mean d- illegally download his books? I bought his book. I bought his <sighs> book in like two thousand and eight or something like that. Shameful. Not not the post COVID world or anything. Don't worry. Shameful, Ari. You gave you put money in that man's pocket. You're a fucking enabler, is what you are. I mean, I listen. I still listen to that podcast, which technically, I mean, CNN probably bases a tiny bit of his salary based on how many people listen to that. But disgusting, absolutely disgusting. You should find someone who like rips it and then puts it on on YouTube for free. Don't give that man money. He has enough. He was, I'm not, he was I'm not giving him any more money. He was rich before he even started his job at CNN, which is Said why... Said the man who owns an iPhone. <laughs> Do I own an iPhone? Who are you talking about? It's just, a, it's just a jab. Bad joke. Bad joke. Didn't land. It wasn't a joke. It was just a lie. Everyone knows that you own more Apple products than I do. I do have a Mac, and I, I have to say, Windows you, is so bad, I'll probably buy another one. It's you, actually cheaper right now to buy, like, uh, a Mac Ultrabook than it is a Windows Ultrabook. They're no longer luxury products. It's weird how it, how things have changed. Still disgusting. They're, yeah, it's, I, I don't like Apple as a company, but I have to say, like, Windows is worse as a company right now. Their products are utter trash. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, Bill Gates is an evil, evil ghoul that spent a lot of time with Jeffrey Epstein, folks. Do your own research. Uh, but uh, anyway, he, yeah, he's a bad person. Like, if I could buy like an person. off-label Taiwanese-made computer and, and install Linux on it, and it would have a long battery life, a strong processor, like out of the box, I would strongly consider that. Build your own. Build my own laptop. Yeah, bud. Build my own laptop. Yeah. Explain to me how people build their own laptops because usually the problem is that the motherboard is like unique and then all the pieces don't – I mean they're not particularly modular. Okay. Most of the well, laptop components. The first thing you do is you get a Raspberry Pi. That's not- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, no, whatever. I mean I – Whatever. Per- the thing is is personal consumer choices – while I do think are somewhat important, are really not that important. I mean, um, they are somewhat important. They're somewhat important, but again, live I your values. I don't. I think you you should try to live your values, but I don't think it makes that much of a difference when you again have thousand dollar computer. When you have two choices, which is Apple or 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 Microsoft. Well, not if you buy third party part. That's what I'm saying. If you could buy a third party, because they have Ubuntu like laptops. They're all made in China, though. I mean, as if this one isn't. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> almost all of them are. That's the... I just bought that... Assembled in China. I just bought that ebook, and that's... I... Oh, I have a case for you if you want, by the way. Oh, okay. I kind of do. Um, the thing I ran into is literally all of them that I could find. They yeah. used to be made in Taiwan, the the Kobos. Um, the It's a Japanese brand, but they used to be made in Taiwan, and now they're not. Or at least not all of them are. And it was like impossible to find out which ones were. So I just didn't buy a Kindle because I, Jeff Bezos, can pound sand, we'll say. I've cursed enough in this episode. I saw a cool Xiaomi one. Yeah, like, how much again, you like I Xiaomi? Won't, I, I, won't, I, won't, I won't buy Chinese brands for sure. But some stuff is very hard to, oh, yeah. to buy not made in China. 
It's true because some of these, yeah. But if you were to buy just like a an, a laptop with no operating system, like one of these base base models, mm-hmm. which are rare because Windows, like the ones that they put in these, like a cheap laptop, the, I think the licenses are extremely cheap. But anyways, and put Linux on it, I would be okay with that. The problem is playing games because games still have issues on Linux. Well, they also have issues on Apple, so... Yeah, yeah, Windows... You basically can't... Basically, the only right, place to play the, video games is, is on Windows. We, with Linux, the last gaming computer I'm going to buy for a long time. With Lin- I don't care about graphics that much. With Linux, you can get a... You, you can get, like, a an emulator. You can get an emulator on anything, but the, the question is how much processing power do you need to yeah. basically emulate that? So, I have a laptop that can run games right now, and I... I hopefully won't have to change from that. I've had this since 2017, and I I don't want to change that for at least 10 years. Yeah, I have. I mean, I built my PC, and I I haven't upgraded at all since 2016. I do want to put a new graphics card in it, but thanks to all the fucking Bitcoin miners, I'm probably not going to be able to do that for a while. Maybe ever again. But uh, anyway, that's... I don't know. That computer's been running very well for me for that long. I... I think I've gotten away from like the this like ingrained capitalist notion that you have to keep upgrading your shit. Yeah, well, if you're mm-hmm. like us, things sometimes don't last that long, so. It's true. Well, I mean, and we you have designed obsolescence and stuff, but like I've been using this phone for years and like I used to get a new phone like every I thought you changed that phone. One of them got the last one got smashed beyond basically beyond repair and also it wouldn't charge. So that that one was kind of fucked, and it would have cost me the same amount to get it fixed as to buy a new one. So I just bought a new one. But I've still had this phone for two years now, so I don't know. I try to hang on to them as long as I can now. I've had the same phone for two years, but this is the second actual like phone. It's the same. I've had the same type of phone, but I've changed it because I smashed it too. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we had the same. Anyway, we should stop talking about personal consumer choices. I have, I have two little things. One is 40 years since the Falkland islands. Yeah. What do you think about that? I actually don't know. I I forgot. I was going to look up some of the details about it, but I forgot to Um, save it for next time. In memory of the people who died in that conflict. It's uh, yeah, it's complicated. And I feel like as an American with like, basically american territories all over the world if if one of them was invaded by another country who's like you're not going to take this back from us like would would i support using military force and killing hundreds of people to take that land back i'm not going to answer that in the pod it would depend i i think it would great greatly depend on the situation and i think like just like everything Blanket statementing stuff is is usually not very useful. So. That's probably true, but it, it's interesting because it was really controversial, and then in the in the 1980s, and everyone yeah. kind of forgot about it. As with most things, people people tend to forget history pretty quickly. Well, that was like the last big conflict, post colonial conflict for the UK, basically trying to preserve that. And it was interesting that they that they fought that one, but they weren't willing to do anything about Hong Kong, where they were basically strong armed into giving away like the crown jewel of the British. The old British Empire. Yeah. Asia's world city. Yeah. Which Thanks, is, UK. Yeah. Literally. Thanks, brave Margaret Thatcher. Fuck that. It's... For taking it, taking it from Dung's... <laughs> um, probably sensitive. Of glory to Hong Kong. 
Dung, I mean, Dung is dirty. Like, he he's like, I think he might be the worst Chinese dictator. I think Mao was. I would say Mao was. You know, I th- it, it, I guess it would depend. I th- Mao definitely has a way higher body count. But I think Dung sent them down a worse path. Mao was like an ideologue and he was also a monster in a lot of ways that's but, why i think he was worse because he was a monster and he was willing to forget the great leap forward the cultural revolution which was essentially launched by him was like a vanity project because he was losing power and for that alone he will burn in hell forever yeah he will i mean but so will dung but i think why i think well dung like really clamped down and also went hyper capitalist there's a monster in our house. Speaking of China, I don't know if we finished our final points there, but whatever. Just We'll just move on. We can talk about Falklands next week. A young Chinese woman out of that got detained, uh, she alleges that she was detained in a Chinese black site in Dubai, and that they're, they're also holding Uyghurs there. That's a pretty strong allegation. Yeah, I mean, I would like to see more evidence, but big if true, we can say. Pretty. I don't understand that. You don't know any of my reference because I'm I'm a hip young I'm a hip young kid and you're an ivory tower elite. By the way, I heard on the Economist. I've been listening to the Economist God, podcast. You a lot listen lately. to the worst fucking trash. They're informative, news, and I like to hear what the mainstream is saying. So what they kept referring to was uh, hipster antitrust, <laughs> the hipster antitrust movement, and I was like. What? Excuse me, how many like 20, 30 year olds are talking about antitrust regulation? <laughs> He's like, all these hipster antitrust agitators. These fucking hipsters with their little beanies and their tight jeans just railing against these these trusts. I, I thought that was a really shocking statement that he repeated many times. The I will say. I label of me. That one that you sent me about the country music was was okay. Yeah, they have they have some good stuff. A lot of their stuff is trash. I like listening to it to know what the enemy thinks. Honestly, Sun Tzu, know your enemy, boy. It's really interesting. It gives it gives fodder for these podcasts and get fired up. Yeah, I mean that's I don't know. I it's also good to stay informed. And they have a lot of things from around the world. I hear about a lot of cases that I wouldn't otherwise hear about. I have another one from the Economist too. We can talk about after this. Go ahead. I don't really have anything else to say. That's just, it's just wild. Just that allegation. Yeah, it's just allegation. The last one was talking about wearables. And by the way, the economists, their takes, because they're like basically mainstream metropolitan elites, their takes are sometimes good. And a lot of times, especially when it comes to COVID, very bad. So recently they were also advocating send kids back to school as quickly as possible based on mountains of questionable fucking data regarding uh regarding psychological damage to children and how far they are behind in school or something like that well here here's what i'd say is that yeah close fucking borders if you're so worried about that yeah and the other thing is that we've seen basically we they they have done this it's not like there's like very few places having remote schooling there are very few places where it's even an option but the these places that are sending kids back to school Teachers are getting COVID and they're not going to teach and they don't have enough substitutes. So kids are literally going to oh, a school they were saying is, to sit in a classroom and not learn. What they're like, oh, well, in the UK, they just bring the old teachers out of retirement. All the old pedophiles. <laughs> Kill all the old pedophiles. 
Uh, what? No, no, I'm saying. No, I'm saying they're going to kill them. That maybe that. Hey, maybe oh, that, oh, oh. maybe that's maybe that's actually a good idea. Anyway, they 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 reference the data, the questionable data about that, but not the questionable data suggesting. Um, well, the non-questionable data, first of all, that it's dangerous to be in an enclosed space with people. They're like, well, the data shows that it's not dangerous for kids to be in a classroom. And it also shows that COVID's not as serious. It's just all the all the wrong arguments here. And I know we've talked about this before. It doesn't matter. It's not always about who gets it. It's also about who you spread it to, especially since uh, education is mandatory. Like, so you don't really have an option whether you go or not. If, if your parents are immunocompromised or you have siblings who are immunocompromised, it's a, it's a big farce. Anyway, the original article, besides the rant here, was about wearables. They were talking about like wearable shit. And basically, they were huge proponents of the idea. They kept pushing this idea that everyone should basically get a wearable so that uh, big companies can all track your data. And then they can use this in the future in partnership with local health officials to detect the outbreak of some new random disease that we know, neither know the symptoms of nor are able to predict what it will look like. And they're like, well, you know, people are so skeptical about the government, skeptical about big corporations, but they're just going to need to get over it because this is the future. Uh, I, I want to hear your thoughts about this. You're wearing uh, your smartwatch right now. Yeah, yeah my, my analog watch that doesn't even have a battery in it. Because <clears throat> um, I don't want my, my wrist to explode like a fucking Tesla battery. Speaking of, my old cell phone, I, I just I was pulling out the SIM card today because my, my service died this morning. Mm-hmm. It just exploded in what? the box. It would, Yeah, the, the cell phone was blown open and the battery, like that thing was just sitting in storage for like two years. That's like a three-year-old Ooh. cell phone. It just exploded for no reason. And there's just like battery chemicals all over. So that's why you shouldn't wear... A smartwatch. Analog watches only, folks. It will folks. blow off your hand. <laughs> it may blow off your hand. It may blow off your hand just like the old I'll show you no, the phone. Note it's 7. Crazy. Yeah, I don't, I'm scared of that. It's weird. I was like, what the? F-? You can see the batteries like, like exploded. Expanded, yeah. yeah. It's pretty clear what happens. It's gross. Yeah, so do you think do you think this will be more popular and do you think people will be okay with that? Because this is like back to the original conspiracy theory for, for our conspiracy theorist friends who were saying at the beginning that COVID was just not real, that it was a ruse by the elites to get people to agree to more uh, rampant surveillance. Mm-hmm. And this is this was kind of the epitomization of that, the idea that like, well, now that we live in this globally connected world and that there's pandemics every every two weeks, a new strain that we'll be able to use these smart trackers to to aggregate data. Yeah, like that's basically the definition of this conspiracy theory. So what what's your take? I think obviously, one, it's ridiculous, and two, there's no way that it will be used for good, especially in places that How are dare you? that are so neoliberal like the United States. What's going to happen is that it, the data won't go to the United States and to local local health officials. It will go to your fucking and insurance that, company. It will go to your insurance company and oh. the local pedophiles. <laughs> it will go to the, the insurance company, which they're already doing, by the way. They're, do, yeah, they're they, did, literally, they did reference that. They're literally already doing this where they'll like give you like cut rates if you like exercise or you take mm-hmm. enough steps during the day. Which is bullshit anyway because you can stand there and shake it. Which literally I have... Uh, yeah, but that's exercise too. That's true, which is why is an exercise. Anyway, 
censor that. Uh, I don't like I, that. I, <laughs> I have, I have, uh, I used to have a student when I used. To oh, live, don't tell me when this I story. used to live in the north. It's like a, that used to. He would, he would wear his mom's Xiaomi smartwatch because he walked more than she did, so she would get discounts like from from the health insurance or whatever. Or for, for, it was something about her company. It wasn't for the health insurance because they have national health insurance here. But they, she would get like some benefit from her company if she took so many steps and he would like walk to school. So he would get like, he would just wear it for her. So it's, it's absurd. It's, it's just nonsense. Pretty absurd. And it's also, it's something that's happening more and more, but it's just this gamification of everything. That everything has to turn into a game now. More like Game of Bones. I don't like that. <laughs> One thing that I do like, and this is back to me being more online than you, is I found uh, an account that just reposts old Donald Trump tweets, and I've been going through them, and like some of them are so good, man. All right, just give us your top three, and then it's, and I, it's I, I won't. I I can't give you the top three because I'd have to look through all of them, but th- like just a random assortment. So this is the first one I saw. The new pope is a humble man, very much like me, which probably explains why I like him so much. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> okay, here's another one. If you are lucky enough to catch a knockout assaulter before getting slugged and you carry a gun, shoot the bastard. Teach them a lesson. <laughs> God, man. The, hands down the best president on Twitter for sure. I think he's the only president on Twitter. Well, I mean, Biden. Biden's wife runs a twitter account for him i think <laughs> for his course mark zuckerberg <laughs> here's another one at johnny habit at real donald trump why the fuck do i even follow you because you're addicted to genius asshole <laughs> i can't believe people voted that man as president of the united states Mark Cuban is a bully who is physically very soft and therefore should immediately stop wearing t-shirts. No <laughs> strength. <laughs> this is a 250 pound Donald Trump. <laughs> if Hillary Clinton can't satisfy oh, her no. husband, what makes her think she can satisfy America? <laughs> oh my god. Just just an absolute legend. All right, uh, maybe this will be a new segment as I'll just read through Donald Trump tweets every once in a while. Whew, that's that's good, though. I don't know if it's good or bad. Oh, it's it's just so funny. And now, I mean, I don't know. There's... I don't know. I, I don't know what else to do besides just, like, have fun with it because otherwise I'm just going to be pissed off all the time because, like, you look at what's going on with... The Biden administration and their refusal to do anything, like anything domestically. I wouldn't blame Biden for that. I would blame every single person in the United States, including us. I wouldn't. I mean, public... We have collective responsibility. Public polls show, like, a lot of things that they should be passing are very overwhelming, are overwhelmingly popular, and they refuse to do anything. So I don't... I, I, I... There is some degree that I would blame the American people, but... I, bl- I put full- much more burden on the fucking president of the United States and his inability to control his party. I would. That's what I mean. That's why they have whips. That's why they have the Speaker of the House. Like, party control is technically not. 
technically not the job of president. The well, president is the, the chief executive here, not the head of the legislative branch. Like well, the head of the legislative branch. They've also been, I mean, Pelosi and Schumer are absolute failures, too. I mean, they deserve a lot of the blame as well. But that doesn't mean that, that Biden doesn't as well. I would say every member of Congress, and I would say, yeah, every member of Congress, probably number one. I, the, I would say more of the Senate because the, the House has Congress actually, includes both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would say that but the House is passing m- more things and actually voting them through. Whereas the, si- the Senate and Schumer specifically has just let two, two fucking rogue Democrats that are dinos, folks. Okay, so we'll say Senate number one. We'll say Twitter number two. Biden number two. Twitter three. Twitter Twitter two. I would put Biden around like eight because I feel like, mm. I mean, Jill Biden, she's doing the best she can in this situation. And, you know. It's been a really tough time for her, folks. It's hard to do all this, especially with Kamala looking over her shoulder and Mark Zuckerberg there <clears throat> in the room on, on Meta. There's a, there's a pretty, I don't, you almost certainly didn't see this video, but there's a really cringy video with uh with her on oh charlemagne the god's podcast she went on there and that is a very sacrilegious name that's also the podcast where joe biden said if you if you what was it if you, joe biden was on a podcast with joe biden a, a devout catholic was on a podcast with somebody who calls himself charlemagne the god no one is that, that se- no one in elected? Yes, no one Seriously. in. And that that was the one where. Do you remember when he said like, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black, or whatever it was. What was this in like two thousand six? No, no, this was in this was, for twenty the twenty twenty election. That's I, I I didn't know he ever has been on a podcast before. Well, he has. Um, a lot of politicians go on this. To be fair, I on think Charlemagne. It's it's the I think it, they go on the Breakfast Club. I think is what it's called. Is that not like an NBC thing? The Breakfast Club was a movie back in the I day. I know, I know, but I thought there was like an NBC like, like I, morning show, not n- a podcast. No, I don't think so. I never listened to it. I'm but gonna Google this. You can, I know nothing about it. It's her appearance on this show was very cringy. You talking about Joe Biden? No, I'm. Well, Joe Biden's was, but Kamala's more recently was even more so. Podcast? Is it podcast or show? It's it's uh they record it, but it's it's also a podcast. I've never heard of this thing, and I I think I think the real God that I haven't not this Charlemagne anti Christian pretender D J Envy Angela Yee and Charlemagne the God. Why would a presidential candidate go on this podcast? This sounds like a like one of those like really really tacky radio shows where they're like. Hit the soundboard every 10 seconds. I think it is. Welcome to DJ DJ Bossman in the morning. DJ Bonamores. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Playing the hits of the 80s, 90s, and today. Welcome, everybody. Yeah, it's, it is it is kind of like that, I think. I can, sh- I can show you this. No, please don't. You don't want to see it? Uh, oh, it's a video. You can listen to it. Well... She's obviously there remotely. Seriously, 
Yeah, obviously. Which means that she, it's not real Kamala Harris. It's meta Kamala Harris. Kamala. See, they try to cut. They try to cut him off right here. Her like, her like handler is like, we gotta cut this off, and then she pretends like she can't hear him, and then he calls her out on it. <laughs> yeah, she pretends like she can't hear him. So she's, he, she, she's trying to like cut off the interview and he's like, you can hear me. Come on, Charlemagne. Oh, look, I like, she, I like how she like starts moving around more. It's Joe Biden and it's Joe. Ugh, that's so cringy. That's so cringy, dude. It also, you I love that Kamala Harris is vice president. I know you don't well, like yeah. women, but I didn't know it was that serious. <laughs> well, it's because I don't like police. Okay, thirteen, twelve, Ari, fuck twelve. <clears throat> but uh, it has it has nothing to do with the fact that she is a female. I didn't get to hear yee yee. Uh, it's uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just cringy. I, I don't know what else to say about it. But it, um, it's sad, too. Hashtag sad, hashtag baby. I agree with that. I do agree with hashtagging babies. Check this. Just watching this in the background. That's kind of sick. It looks like an anteater. I think it's some kind of parasite. Sounds like an anteater to me. Just oh, a tardigrade. You know tardigrades, right? It sounds like a slur. <laughs> Freaking tardigrade. <laughs> Well, that's all I got. Do you do you have any other cool stories? There's a couple things that I want to like old stories that I didn't get to before because I forgot. Uh, Gaoshong reported 26 months without dengue fever. That's cool. That's do you think sick. the Gaoshong government can take credit for that or no? Because I do um, know we have been harassed by several government officials about leaving containers of water. Yeah, out. standing water for our plants. I would say a little bit. I would say they can take partial credit for it. I would say I would say that's fair. Yeah. Uh, so shout out partially to to the government. Now, I wish they would do something about the dengue fever, not dengue fever, <laughs> about the hantavirus issue with the rat population here, because Kaohsiung is actually one of the hantavirus hantavirus hotspots of Taiwan. I was over by my place of work the other day by a hospital, yeah, which is next door. I saw a massive fucking rat with like chunks of fur out of him it was gross and he wasn't like sprinting away like he was like really scared he was just kind of like hobbling along the sidewalk just like hey guys it was fucking gross and i did see a pretty big rat over here last night too outside our house i saw a mouse the other day this the one i saw last night was not a mouse it was a rat it was pretty big i would say that gaoshun Needs to pay attention to rotor control to some extent. I know it's difficult. It's, I think yeah. the sewage here is an issue considering how much of these gases back up into our studio. Yeah, I think part of that is because this place is like old and like nearly below sea level. So it's uh, it's not near. Is it below sea level? It's not. It's pretty. I would say it's pretty close. I would say it's. I don't know if it's below. I said nearly. I think it's probably right at sea level. 
That's a little scary to think about. Well, we haven't had flooding get inside our house yet. <laughs> Put a couple caveats on that. Um, if, for that to be true, it's got to be slightly above sea level. Like, probably like one to three inches above sea level. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nearly is what I said. Oh, also that, did I mention before that Xinhua is going to start selling NFTs? <laughs> After they like basically banned them in China. Now, now Xinhua, one of the major state-owned media projects, is going to start selling of NFTs. What? Um, Check out our cool gifts of Vice President Kamala Harris. Throw her hands up. In Bloomberg, it says that the collectibles minted from select news uh, photography reports from this year will be issued for free via its news app uh, at 8 p.m. on Friday. The agency said in announcement on Wednesday. That's what it seems like. Well, that's... That's not the worst thing in the world. Depends if they, well, it. The it, resale market will be very competitive. <laughs> it might be, but the other thing is that. 99% of the initial shares will go to party members only. What they should do is not make NFTs out of them and just release their photos or sell their photos because then you don't have to put them on the blockchain and then you don't have to cut down a quarter of the fucking Amazon to keep it on the blockchain. Well, I would say that in China's defense, I would assume that their cryptocurrencies blockchain will probably be maintained by like the central banks and that's it. Like it will probably Maybe. be more I would assume that their version of a quote unquote blockchain is is basically like a bank backup system. It might be. It might be. And if so, then it's not so bad, but I, I'm not I'm not hundred percent sure. I think it's a stupid idea, but I think they're just trying to catch on this stupid trend. While simultaneously, like, basically outlawing NFTs and, and cryptocurrency, which I'm in favor of. Oh, also, did, did we talk about the fact that... Uh, what do you mean? We're launching our own NFT, like, in weeks, Jordan. Yeah, but NFT. ours is going to be locally stored on our own blockchain, which did you see? is I saw, totally run on green energy, folks. I saw this meme. There was a... Well, we can we can talk about which, which blockchain we want to run on. There's, like, an open blockchain on one of these sites... There was one Indonesian guy just taking selfies, and people were buying his his fucking ugly selfies for like hundreds of thousands of dollars. That, like they were going crazy. It's just like some skinny guy like taking webcam pics in a dimly lit room, <laughs> and they're like hundreds, hundreds of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of rupiah. I'm not sure. In any case, they were preposterously expensive. You gotta get out of the hood somehow. It's. I mean, I'm happy for people that make money, but the thing is, it's just like the real economy. Making money off stupid fucking people. Well, yeah. The thing is, it's just like the real economy. Most of these things are owned by, like, the top 10%. The top 10%. Well, of if they want to own all the gifts, that's fine. As long as they leave the houses for people like you and me. Well, as long as we... The houses and the food. That's make what I want. Make sure that we're not, like, burning a country's worth of fuel to... Make sure that you have a, a fucking non-fungible well, token. They should pay a carbon tax for that. And every dollar of that carbon tax should go to replanting trees and like government-controlled forest reserves. And in that case, I'm okay with it. If people yeah. want to spend their money on stupid fucking digital shit, that's okay. Yeah. Another thing on The Economist they were talking about is digital real estate. And there was like oh, somebody yeah. paid $400,000 to buy a house next to Snoop Dogg's house in some fucking fake universe. 
Are you fucking kidding me? I, ho- I I hope that that's where it goes, and so they they open up the actual real estate market for normal people. But of course, that's not what's going to happen. <laughs> no, it's going to be like poor people using their parents' this, money. This shows exactly how- high credit cards maxed out. <laughs> this shows exactly how like insane it is. It's just it's so backwards. Let them do it. Let them do it. Let the rich people spend all their money on they stupid have too shit and much- give it to people like us. If you have enough money to drop $400,000 for a fucking virtual world where you live next to Snoop Dogg. Whoever Dog, is smart enough to create that fucking virtual world deserves that money more than that person who spent it. For sure. But both of those people should be taxed to where they don't have enough money I to pay $400,000 for a fucking fake house. Well, they Meanwhile, should be able to do that, but they should pay 50% tax on the transaction and then another 50% income tax on that on that purchase. Agreed. Agreed. And then, and then we use that money to make the world a better place while those two people have a very happy life. Well, then you put a 50% tax on second or third homes and 100% in the digital space. 100% tax on the on fourth homes. <sighs> Speaking of morons that like cryptocurrency, did did you hear that Tesla opened a showroom in Xinjiang? Oh yeah, yeah, you were talking about yeah, that. Piece of shit. Fuck, f- fuck that fucking piece of fuck Elon. Fuck in Uromuchi. Yeah, I believe so. And also, it's so weird. That's they, like not the kind of place where people buy Teslas. I really don't know why he. Did this? I mean, obviously he Probably, wants. He yeah, wants. He, he wants to get a, him to do He it. wants to get a. Well, he wants. Yeah, yeah. He wants to get a foothold in the Chinese market. Party officials only in this building. Well, there were there was a lot of people talking shit on Tesla in China for a while, and that's probably what they probably made yeah. a deal with them. They're like, "We'll quiet this shit down if you like help us whitewash the cultural genocide we're doing in Xinjiang." And also, did you see that they recalled almost half a million cars, Teslas. Oh no! Which is like, yeah, but there are car recalls all the time. Yeah, but this is like In more Tesla's defense. They deserve it. They're it's working like hard. More Teslas than they sell like every year. All those non-unionized workers—they're so, working their asses off. <laughs> they're recalling two hundred thousand Teslas in China, and they're recalling three hundred and fifty-six thousand in the United States, or more than that, maybe four hundred thousand. Anyway, it's it's a lot, and it's basically more cars than they normally sell which again goes to the fact that tesla is not like really a money-making industry just like a lot of these startup companies just like and this is not a shot at all startups i was talking with my buddy who's has who works at a startup today using basically like technology to increase education so there are some good startups out there but there are a lot of trash ones Oh, you mean khan academy (laughs) i mean digital trump university uh, just like we're online right now, folks. <laughs> no, no need for vaccination. If you complete our program, you get a Trump NFT, <laughs> an NFT diploma. <laughs> Not a bad idea. Yeah, just keep your keep your diploma on the blockchain in case you want to sell it to someone. What's interesting now is with NFTs, there are going to be so many completing blockchains that like all your shit that's stored on like. One of these failing blockchains, once that blockchain fails, all your shit's just going to disappear. As if any of these things matter anyways, because who gives a shit about like a GIF? Well, and not to mention that... The GIF is mine. <laughs> Again, if you, get, if you get enough of whatever currency and thus control enough of the computing power, then you just can like literally steal everyone's shit. Yeah, well, I saw recently mm-hmm. there was a report saying that North Korea stole $500 million worth of cryptocurrency last North year. North Korea... 
I mean, I fucking hate that dictatorship and what they do to their people, but every once in a while they're fucking based as hell. And by that you mean freebasing. I mean, yeah, that's exactly what I mean. Hey there, little doggo. What's your name and what you're doing? All right, folks. We'll be back soon. I'm going to be trying to do... <laughs> I'm going to try to do an update on uh, maybe in the next day or two for the... Because I skipped the Wednesday episode because I was busy with other stuff. Um, so I'm going to try to do maybe a, uh, an update at some point. And then, uh, as always... I've been streaming on Twitch recently, twitch.tv slash post. You can go over there, and it's a lot easier to interact with us over there while we're doing live stuff. Um, obviously, YouTube and everything, all the social media stuffs. <clears throat> you should be following us, <clears throat> any of them that you use. Also, with our new staff writer currently in our dungeon basement um, that's been working very hard, they uh, have, hey, been, ban. have been... Hey, Ben. Have been... Ben, hey, it boy. Squeal like a pig, boy. Benjamin has been writing a lot of beautiful articles for us, and uh, just like quick, quick hitting, mostly. Also, thanks, Ray. Taiwanese news, <laughs> and Abby, and things like that. For so all your hard work. You can, <laughs> you can go check out all those. There's been a lot more articles up recently, as uh, Ari and I are pretty busy, and. Um, when you're over on the site, as always, uh, if you see some interesting advertisements, you can click on those, uh, that'll help us out. And if you are one of the 10% of the NFT holders, you can always donate to our Patreon, patreon.com. That's P A T R E O N.com. 10% of Americans who hold NFTs slash free China post. No, 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 no. The top 10% of NFT owners, I said, oh, cause they own like. 90 it's like 70 or 80 percent of the market just like the regular economy um the top one percent of one percent of these nft owners are fucking over the little guy nfts for all right poppy he does not like that voice (laughs) you sound like a weird brooklyn jew uh go uh, you can go to the patreon and uh on the patreon patreon you'll get awards you get little rewards that we'll send you you can um, tell by the fact he hasn't been castrated <laughs> even uh as low as three dollars a month does help us out a lot uh it helps us to uh, update our computers like ari's uh crusted gaming pc that, that is disgusting that and i i don't like that, <laughs> that, we're, censor that, out. that we're recording on right now <laughs> all right uh, in any case, folks, we, well, we, lots of content coming out. I got, uh, I'm on, I'm on vacation, so I'm going wild. I'm being a wild boy. So, uh, stay tuned to all of the various feeds, the YouTube and, uh, podcast feed, etc., etc. Share it with your friends, folks. Blow us up. Um, and, uh, we love you. Talk to you soon. FCP Studios.